just after five o'clock. Oh yeah, time to get the weekend started. And we do that around here by asking the preacher. Your chance to have Bible questions answered. Ask the Preacher, brought to you by Believers Fellowship and hosted by John Free. Happy Friday to you, everybody. Welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Just a few days ahead of Election Day, so if you wondered what we were talking about, it will be that. We'll talk about a few other things as well. You know, some people get excited when Election Day comes. Other people uh, just wish it would hurry up and go away. But I think if you have uh, lived in the United States of America... Uh, in Florida or anywhere that uh, that has the, the the great right and responsibility and privilege of voting, um, you you consider that to be more important now than probably any time in your lifetime. So we will talk about that issue. I'm going to bring up some scriptural uh, connections to you as well, and um, and then I'm I'm going to make uh, Eric's life uh, maybe a little bit fun. Today, I am going to open up the phone lines. I'll give you the number now. I'll give it to you in a moment, but grab a pen, write it down. 863-682-1430. 863-682-1430. I'm going to open up the phone lines to uh, let any and all call in and uh, talk about uh, maybe who you are voting for and why. You got to have some reasons why. Uh, so uh, one more time, the phone number, 863-682-1430. And I really do want to invite you to call in. Uh, I have much to say on the issues, but I want to hear from from you and I uh, want to hear what some of your thoughts are. Maybe you can sway me on some, some things. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I don't intend to argue, but I do want to hear from you. So one more time, 682-1430, area code 863-682-1430. The phone lines will be open uh, to, for the the rest of the hour, and um, and we'll we'll get into this thing and and and, and talking about it some. Um, I I uh, you say well why why would this be in the ask the preacher program? Well, I am often asked who do you, who are you voting for? Uh, and I every year whether you like this or not I don't care. Um, every year I fill out a sample ballot and I make it available. I don't tell anybody this is how you have to vote if you're going to be my friend. This is how you have to vote if you're going to come to our church. No, I don't. I don't say that. But I say this is how I am voting, and because uh, because people want to know. You know, it used to be that uh, you held that sort of thing uh, private as to who you're voting for, and and I've just kind of asked the question, why? I'm not private about much of anything at all in my life. There are things that I'm private about, things that that pertain to my personal family, my personal relationships. I think those things need to be held in private. Um, but uh, when, it, when it comes to views and opinions, I'm a fairly opinionated person, uh, and, and uh, I, ha- I have no problem in sharing my opinions. But uh, then again, we should, I think, have an, have an answer as to why. So anyway, so the phone lines are open. Hey, I want to take a look over in Exodus uh, while we're waiting for some of you bold people to call in. Um, you know, it only takes one person. One person will call in, and it'll start um, encouraging a bunch of other people to, to do so just the same. Um, I, I want to look over in Exodus for a moment, and we'll see if we can complete this thought before the break. But um, right in the beginning of Exodus, you have Moses, and uh, Moses 
uh, meets God in the in the burning bush. Well, the very beginning, you know, Moses, uh, you had Pharaoh killing all of the the babies, uh, the baby boys, and uh, then you have Moses being put into the ark or a little basket, if you will, and floated down the river. Uh, Pharaoh's daughter sees the basket, she rescues it. Uh, Moses's sister uh, comes to the aid there and ends up. Uh, getting it set that uh, Moses' mother gets to take care of Moses. Moses ends up seeing as he grows up, he grows up in Pharaoh's house, uh, Moses sees uh, an an Egyptian uh, hitting, beating, if you will, uh, a a, a Hebrew slave, and uh, Moses comes to the rescue but uh, overdoes it. He he slays the Egyptian. Uh, He gets seen in the act. Uh, he ends up kind of fleeing because he's afraid of what might happen. Long story short, uh, there he he ends up um, out out there in the wilderness. He sees this burning bush. He goes to inquire as to why the bush can burn but not be consumed, and God speaks to him out of out of the bush, and and God tells Moses what his plan uh, is and and what Moses's involvement in God's plan is, and he says, "I'm going to send you to rescue." the Hebrew children out of slavery. And this is what I, I wanted you to what I want you to see in Exodus chapter three. And, and this relates, I I feel right now it relates well to where we are in America when it comes to a government that has overreached, when it comes to a government not only on a federal level, but in a state and even local levels where governments have have overreached and overstepped bounds, and in um, you know we're we're fairly sheltered here in this area, uh, we don't see it as as bad as uh, other states have seen. Uh, Florida remained fairly free during the COVID shutdowns and, and uh, all of those types of things. Um, but at the same time, in the process of this, we saw what was going on around the nation. We saw what was going on around the world. And many people have begun to to ring the bell, uh, raise the banner, you know, shout, blow a whistle, whatever, whatever analogy works for you, and said, uh, we have to keep these things from coming uh, to our local communities. And, and, and so many people have become proactive. There are people that have run for local office here. Some of them won their primary. Some of them did not. But many people who um, that was that was their way of saying, "Hey, this is coming," and and if you're not aware of it, uh, it it will land here. It will establish roots here. And so you you have all sorts of people that uh, that deal with these issues in different ways. Some of them literally run for office. Others encourage others to vote. Uh, some people just simply vote themselves. Um, and I didn't get to my scriptural point in this first break, but we'll do it when we come back. But I, I want to just relate to you the burden of Egypt on Israel and how the uh, Hebrew children responded, how God told Moses that it should be, and, and what would happen uh, in the exodus of, the, of Israel out of Egypt, of the Hebrew children of Israel— out of Egypt, and I will relate that to you with the great red tsunami that's about to come. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're going to take a break for a couple minutes, and we'll be back. Again, the phone lines are open. I want to hear from you, who you're voting for, and maybe you have some reasons why. 863-682-1430. 
Now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John. Welcome back to the Ask the Preacher program. Glad you're listening today. We'll be on here till uh, just a little bit before 6 o'clock. And um, talking about some election stuff, as uh, probably most uh, any radio station that has any political connection or, or any concern for the welfare and well-being of the United States of these Americas. Uh, so even right here in good old Polk County, we have issues and stuff that needs to be addressed. Florida is a great state, and I wish to keep her such. So um, we are talking about those types of things. Um, so I've opened up the phone lines one more time. The number is 863 1430 and uh, during that break, we uh, have a call from Mr. Kinney, who has waited patiently on the line. Uh, Kinney, welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. What say you? Hi, Pastor John. Thanks for the forum to be able to speak my piece. Yes, sir. First of all, I just want to—I want to tell you right off the bat that as a Christian, I cannot even think what I what I think that my God in heaven would want me to vote for a Democrat at this point. And let me explain <laughs> why. When you, as a parent, can't even speak. To the people that you elect and complain about pornography books and, and transgenderism and it's being promoted by the Democratic Party. That alone, as a Christian, should make you never vote Democratic again. Not to say that there aren't corrupt Republicans, because sure, I think certainly. they're all corrupt to a point. I mean, they're all bought and paid for if you want it. But I think the Democratic Party is, I don't know, the most demonic thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I Every day I feel like we're in the back of the Bible because I cannot believe what I hear out of, of, out of Democratic uh, leaders' mouths. It's just unconscionable, the things that they're doing. Yeah, uh, I, I often uh, joke around. I, I say it as a joke, but uh, to some degree it's like one of those Freudian slips. You know, you kind of mean it. Um, the first four mm-hmm. letters of Democrat are the same first four letters of demon. So, mm. yeah. When you can kill a baby at full term, and nobody's raising their hands in the air. I mean, I, I just can't even believe it, Pastor. And I, I actually wear T-shirts that probably describe how I feel about Democrats, uh, and I probably shouldn't wear them, to be honest with you as a Christian, but I just can't take it anymore. I think that there's such thing as a holy vengeance, and uh, the only vengeance I have on, on uh, what I'm seeing is to be able to vote and vote completely Republican at this point. Yeah, I um, you know, if if there were some strong uh, candidates of of uh, third parties, if you will, um, I, I suppose mm-hmm. this they they have an opportunity to to make a, a real rising. There aren't any on this particular set of ballots, at least Correct. not here in Polk County. Um, you know, I fill out a ballot, I, I pass it out, I, I give it out very plainly as to who I who I vote for, and it it just so happens it's it's not uncommon, but it just so happens uh, for the. You know, going down the ballot, um, my vote when it comes to partisan races um, falls over on the Republican side. And you mentioned a couple of, of the issues. Abortion is one of them. That is a uh, draw the line issue for me. Um, there's, you know, if you picked 10 reasons as to why you should vote one party or the other, if you just put abortion as number one, well, then you, you don't even have to entertain the remaining nine. That's all you need. Yeah. So the fiscal responsibility, uh, you know, the, the, the other type of, of rights issues. Um, you know, it, it, so it just it's just it's a settled issue. Anybody who stands uh, to, and fights for the right to kill an, an innocent baby 
Um, there is no way on God's green earth that I could support that candidate. If they would Amen. kill an innocent baby, what more would they do to people that don't agree with their with their views? Uh, yeah. Well, they would sick the DOJ or the FBI on you and call you a, a terrorist. <laughs> That's right. I mean, so, let's face it. I mean, it's you can't even speak uh, negative about somebody else's views. What? Since when can you not? And not to mention, you won't be heard on Facebook or anywhere else. They'll cancel you for ninety days. For yeah. talking about the shot that you don't believe in, it, yeah. it's un- unreal. So, I, Kenny, let me I let me ask you a let me ask you a very Go specific ahead. question. Local race, uh, it is the uh, pretty much the the. the the, the only real local race, and that is the school board race, Lisa Miller versus Jill, Jill Lisa Sessions. Lisa Miller to me, Lisa Miller to me, is is not a moderate in any way, shape, or form. Her past performance uh, shows that it, uh, there's no way I would vote for Lisa Miller. No way in heck. I've done my homework. I've seen what she did to another politician by yelling at him outside of a restaurant for no reason. Uh, I would not vote for Lisa Miller at all. And, and you know what? The grading system in Polk County and what they accomplished under her, her uh, tenure there, that says it all. I mean, all right. Yeah. Would you? Well, I just uh, couldn't vote for her. You, you mentioned the book thing, so I knew you, you had interest there. And not the book thing. Well, you did mention the book thing, uh, but the parental rights uh, to be able to speak towards those issues. And, and uh, we, I was personally uh, engaged in that locally here. Uh, and, um, you know, had had conversations with some of our current um, school board members. And, um, you know, I have to be careful as to who I say, at least on the radio program. Understood. But uh, but your statements are, are absolutely <laughs> you're absolutely correct with your with your statements. Right. There is only one candidate um, on uh, that particular race that says that those books shouldn't belong in our schools. And that would be Jill Sessions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, shame on her. No, no, no. Uh, Jill, Jill Sessions saying those books should not belong. Oh, praise God then. Yeah, Rick yeah, Nolte yeah. To me, is probably one of the classiest gentlemen for the kids person I've ever met. Yeah, Nick life. Nolte. I've had some I, great I, conversations I with him. I'm very glad he he took his he, seat. He, yeah, yeah. God fearing, uh, just all about the kids. Well, Kenny, I thank Obviously you so much uh, for your, for your call and and sharing your uh, your views and opinions here on the Ask the Preacher um, program. You also, so. sir, the, one other point quickly that I wanted to make is, could you imagine we as Christians, if all of us were taught right from the pulpit, not to vote for anybody who could go for abortion? I mean, every preacher in the United States should be saying, how dare you vote for a Democrat and stick by it? But yeah. unfortunately, they don't. Well, well, well said, sir. Well said. I, I very much wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you. Very well. Very well. Kenny, thank you very much for calling into the program today. I, I appreciate it. Appreciate God bless the call. you, sir, and all you do. Thank you. Bless Bye-bye. you, Kenny. Bye-bye. Uh, Eric, we got any other callers at the moment? No, no other callers at the moment. All right. Well, the phone lines are open, 863-682-1430. I would uh, love to know who you're voting for. You can pick the uh, the person who you want to, uh, so to speak, advocate for and, and tell us some of the reasons why. It could be any of the races that are on, on the ballot. Um, but uh, let me go back to the discussion concerning uh, Exodus chapter 3 here and um, and when when God is speaking to Moses, saying basically, I'm going to set the uh, the Israel people uh, free from the hand of Egypt, and He says in verse 19, uh, Exodus chapter three, verse 19, He says, "I'm sure that the king of Egypt is not going to let you go or let the children of Israel go, um, and it will require 
my mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand. I'll smite Egypt with all the wonders that I will do right in the middle of them. And then after that, he will let you go. But this is what he said. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. I will give Israel, the children of Israel, the Hebrew children, I will give them favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it will come to pass that when they leave, they will not leave empty-handed. Oh my gosh, that just makes me so excited. When, when I set these people free, they will not leave empty-handed. Every woman will borrow from her neighbor and, and her that, that uh, is in her house and leaves her house, they will have jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and they'll, they'll put them on your sons and, and upon your daughters, and, and, and you shall spoil the Egyptians. Underscore that last line. That's in verse 22. You shall spoil the Egyptians. So, folks, this is how I'm relating this to this red tsunami, not just a red wave. There is going to be a flood. Um, this is how I, I would relate to that. We have seen the evil workings well, like Kenny said, of the the Democrat Party, of this uh, not just liberal, but this socialist, godless uh, agenda being pushed so fast and so hard in just a short period of time uh, that they have really revealed their hand. And they have placed bondage on the people of the United States of America, all of them. All of them, whether they were in favor or whether they were not in favor of them. So that is one difference that you would find between the captivity of Israel and in, in Egypt. Um, so what we have seen here is the bondage that has, has come upon all of the American people through the godless mentality of um, many of our many of our leaders. But we are coming into a rescue, if you if you will. We are coming into a a, a freedom that will return back. To the United States of America, but the the idea that I want you to grab a hold of is the 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 plunder, uh, uh, the absolute spoiling of this agenda, this godless agenda that's been pushed in our nation. Um, it will so far overturn that we will we will set that agenda if if God's people will get up and speak. If people that can just plainly see the writing on the wall, if they will get up and speak and vote right, we will so far push back the evil agenda that the devil has tried to bring into the United States of America. We'll put it on pause maybe for two, three generations. God's people got to get up and vote. We'll talk more about it when we come back after this uh, little longer break here. You're listening to the Ask the Preacher program. My name is John, and I uh, hope to hear from you. 863 682 1430. And now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, your weekly opportunity to have Bible questions answered. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church and hosted by John Free. Hey, thank you very much, Eric, and uh, thank you for manning the phones today. And um, as, as I've said, phone lines are open for you to call in and uh, share us your opinions, uh, views on some of these uh, races on the ballot, some of the candidates, uh, why you are voting for particular people. And um, I'll talk I'll talk some of about that myself. I, for one, have to be a little more careful about what I say, but uh, you can say uh, kind of what you want. 
So it is, uh, it is your opinion. Everybody else doesn't have to agree with it. And, uh, you know, I, I say at, uh, at our church when I share certain things, I said, this is my opinion of the matter. You don't have to agree with it. You can be wrong if you want to, but um, no, it's not necessarily the case. So anyway, uh, but uh, we do have a caller on the line. And uh, Miss Janet, thank you for joining the Ask the Preacher program. Oh, thank you, Pastor John. Uh, I just want to say after abortion, the next thing that absolutely inflames me is the uh, vaccine mandate and the mass and the lockdown. And I just saw a clip of Charlie Crist out there doing a town hall meeting saying there's another variant coming, and if he were governor, he would do it immediately. It just makes me crazy because they're going to have to, if that if a vaccine mandate came they'd have to classify me as a useless eater and get me out of here. <laughs> well, I know it's not funny. It's very serious. But uh, the way you said that, it was, it was funny. You know, you are absolutely right. Um, I was just uh, reading something, and, um, you know, obviously when we read, we, we judge, we formulate, uh, we think about what, what we know and what we are uh, learning at the moment of reading there. And I was thinking about Charlie Crist, and um, he himself uh, a, a good while back um, by the way, what I was reading about was concerning the judges. I intend to talk about some of the judges in a little bit um, and, and the retention versus the, the removal of some of those judges. Anyway, but um, so hearing of Charlie Crist, you know, back a little while ago, he was our governor here in Florida, and he was a Republican then. And <laughs> now yep. he's a Democrat. And I understand that people change political parties for various reasons as their life changes. Uh, but if I can connect over to Kenny, who called earlier, um, you know, I, what I don't understand is why anybody in their right mind would move from uh, what I would view as a more biblically agreeable platform. They would move away from that over into a political platform that does not agree with the Bible hardly at all for anything. Uh, the, the Democrat platform has has sought to expel God uh, from its platform, from its statements, the Bible, um, Israel, uh, all, all of these things. Whoa, this guy, Charlie Crist, moved the wrong direction. And so you are absolutely right. I, I think we, we know what we would have had had um, Governor Ron DeSantis not won his election um, back, you know, four years ago coming up. Yeah, yeah four, right at four years ago. What was it? Gillum against Gillum. Uh, we know we, Florida would have been another California. That's right. You're exactly right. I have a sister who lives in California. She said, you don't want to go there. It's just awful. But I... And I don't understand the Republicans. Why they miss the boat on so many issues? Like he ought to be running. He ought to be. They all ought to be running ads talking about the vaccine mandates. And I mean, because that's what the uh, and they're courting the uh, you know American housewife that that Trump didn't have a good base of support from. But this time they do because they're very protective of their families. Yeah. And they need to be pressing those issues that uh, that the women are are going to come out and vote Republican for. They'll leave the uh, the big <clears throat> Democrat Party for those issues. Yeah, if it's know, about their children, like you're talking about the school board. And we've got one chance now, and we'll only have one retainer if we can get Jill Sessions in there. I mean, that would be a blessing. 
Yeah, she Hope she County is the the only person in that uh, in that race that is against that um, what I consider to be pornographic, very inappropriate materials to be in our school. Uh, and and if that's not obvious uh, for for people, then I would question all of the other issues, how they view maybe any and all other other issues that that might come up. Miss Janet, I, I thank you so much for for listening. I uh, thank you thank for you. for calling in. Um, so thank you, Miss Janet. Uh, you know, on on that vaccine issue, uh, you know, Governor Ron DeSantis is um, well. I don't know if he's pro-vaccine, but you know, he he did a lot of work to get that vaccine available and ready for people and and get it out there. And I I wasn't I wasn't too too happy about that. But uh, there is a huge difference between making something available for people to decide on versus uh, pushing and mandating it. Um, restricting your freedoms if you don't um, go along with the narrative, um, you know, removing jobs. Uh, in other words, removing jobs. That's a, that's an awfully kind way to say you're fired if you don't take this shot. You're you're fired. You know. So if people made their own choice uh, from their their own decisions, their own um, research and education, their their own thought, uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's them. That's them. They they can do that. Uh, but the the mandates, my goodness, yeah, uh, very very well said, Miss Janet. Thank you for for calling in. Um, I, I mentioned that uh, I will I will hopefully get a chance to talk about some of these judges. Um, by the way, if you are interested in knowing how I how I vote, uh, you can look me up, and I'll be using the old Facebook platform. But I will post my my ballot, my selection of things um, on my personal. Facebook page. Uh, so my name is is John J O N. It's actually Jonathan, but uh, Jonathan is spelled J O N A T H A N. So I just go short, uh, John. And so, uh, but J O N Freed F R I E D T, John Freed. So you can find me on Facebook. I will post my my ballots on there uh, right at the end of the show, and uh, so you can see how I am voting. That is my personal way of voting. It is not necessarily. Uh, the, the views of Believers Fellowship Church or the Ask the Preacher uh, radio program, but uh, it is my my personal views. So, anyway, uh, I believe uh, shuffling through some phone lines here, uh, Eric. We have another caller. Uh, we have Nick on the phone. Nick, welcome to the Ask the Preacher program. Hey, thank you so much. I hope we're not getting feedback. I'm in my vehicle. Nah, we sound all right. Uh, what I wanted to bring up to every one of your listeners and you is we may have a Wahan right here in the state of Florida. China has purchased several hundred acres, if I'm not mistaken, on the partial in Levy County to set up a mucky farm. So Democrats are very soft on this. China's been going around obtaining and purchasing property all throughout the United States, and it, I, I take it as a threat. They are very aggressive, and they want to be a world-dominating power with the capital of the world in Beijing. Yeah, I, so anyway, I've, I've heard it said that China owns more of the United States than any other nation. Um, that that statement alone is, is, is threatening, is scary. Uh, yeah, and but uh, you know, in in one sense, uh, we've we've allowed that to happen. The American people have uh, been rather rather lazy and uninterested in making wise financial uh, investments, 
and so we've we've sold it all off. But um, but like what you're saying here, this is another opportunity. Hey, we got to wake up, folks. Th- this stuff is is happening. We can't say anymore um, that well, it's not happening here. You know, I, I hear people talk. Well, the school board issue. I hear people talk about well, CRT. It's not happening here. Well, it's not happening on a broad scale that is obvious. But it's there's the undertones of it. And if we don't deal something that why don't you know my wife and I we go out into our landscape just like you do just like anybody else does and we have to pull some weeds you know it's so much easier to pull weeds when they're just little tiny baby things than it is when when they've taken over I'm not interested in dealing with something I don't want to have to deal with something when it's taken over we got to nip it in the bud and so you're Amen. absolutely right Nick that's a great analogy thank you yes sir thanks God for calling bless. in thanks for calling into the program God bless you God bless you. Uh, well, we got just two minutes until we we have to take a, a break, and uh, I want to I want to mention a couple things to you. So um, again, I, I will post my 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 uh, my personal way of voting um, on my personal Facebook page, John Freed. Just look me up. But um, I was sharing with somebody. They asked me some questions about the judges and how are how are you voting for for the judges? And so I simply handed them my ballot, but then. Uh, or my sample ballot, and you have filled in the sample ballot. And then they said, uh, well, why did you pick these? And so I, I will share just uh, real quickly before we take this break. I said, well, it's very difficult right now, the way the media has been corrupted and been taken over um, by the, the left side of the aisle. It's very difficult to find good information. And so I said, sometimes you you have to know uh, what your opposition is supporting so you will know what not to support, so to speak. So uh, I, I just started searching up some articles written about these Supreme Court justices, mainly is what I'm talking about, Florida Supreme Court justices. And I, I read this article um, from the Miami Dade Herald or Miami Herald, and um, it and it and it said, if if abortion is going to have any chance, these are my words for what the article said. If abortion is going to have any chance of surviving in Florida, we we must retain. Judge Jorge Labarga. And I said, well, thank you very much for that very clear information. I don't want abortion to survive anywhere on the face of God's green earth. I want it to go away. And so uh, I said, well, you just helped me know that Jorge Labarga has upheld abortion rights and I do not want to uphold abortion rights. So those are some of the ways in which I find information and make decision. And if you can read between the lines, and I think you're probably smart enough, um, then you will know at least that one judge seat as to uh, if you agree with abortion, I guess, vote Labarga. If you think abortion should be um, put out of existence, well, as far as Florida goes, Labarga's got to go. Folks, we got to take a break. But we'll come back. I'm not gone. You have to uh, endure my voice for another few minutes. Just, um, I don't know, maybe eight minutes left in the program. But if you're going to call in, you got to do it quick. 863-682-1430. Back to Ask the Preacher. Brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church in North Lakeland. For the final segment, here's John. Yeah, final segment here on this uh, Friday, November the 4th, just a, uh, a few days right ahead of quite possibly one of the most important elections in, um, at least in my lifetime. I think last election was 
at that time, the most important election. And uh, you know that old phrase, elections have consequences? My goodness, is that ever true? Absolutely. Man, has uh, that, that uh, election just a couple years ago had some ridiculously negative consequences. And uh, we, we, will, we will feel the ripple effect of this in our nation for many, many, many years to come. But I want to give you some encouragement at the same time. Uh, but I, I, one more time just to remind you that the phone lines are, are open. I only got five minutes left in the program. So if there is another call, um, it might be a little bit difficult to, uh, to, 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 to take. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I, I mentioned to you out of Exodus chapter 1, Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 3. And uh, this is the beginnings where it's telling us about the, the bondage of Israel in Egypt. Now, it was before that Egypt was to the saving grace of Israel. Uh, Jacob, also known as Israel, uh, all of his children, grandchildren, all of the, their, their, their whole household, hundreds of them. Um, th- there was a famine in the land, and the Lord sent them to Egypt, and Joseph, the Lord had already brought Joseph to Egypt, who is now the second man in charge, and it's uh, to the saving of the nation of of Israel. So Joseph, the second man in charge now in in Egypt, being Israel's son, Jacob's son, uh, invites them in, and they end up living in a land called Goshen. Now, Goshen was a (laughs) the most fertile and prosperous place in Egypt. That's where the nations of Israel lived. And then the tables turned one day, and so what happens is there was a there was a, a pharaoh that comes to power that did not know Joseph or his God, and that is what we have happening in the United States of America. We have had rulers who honored God, whether they were in direct relationship or not with God. You know, I I, I don't know some of them yes, some of them absolutely not. But generally speaking, we have had a nation that was honorable towards God, by and large, for the most part, uh, as as the years have gone by. But now we have seen the absolute change of that to where we have um, uh, leaders in this nation that do not honor God, and it has has brought reproach to this land. But I, I, I want to give you some encouragement in knowing this, that God's people, even in the midst of their bondage and even in the midst of their slavery, they feared God and they still prospered. If you read in, in Exodus chapter 1, as, as Pharaoh, this new king over Egypt, who didn't know Joseph, as he increases the burdens and the afflictions on, uh, on God's people, on Israel, they still multiplied. They still grew larger and larger, and God blessed them. And, you know, you see that the first example of abortion in Exodus chapter 1, that this king is commanding all of the sons of, of, the, of the daughters of Israel to, to be slaughtered. In verse 17, it says this, but the midwives feared God. So Pharaoh tells, tells the midwives to kill all of the, all of the male children that are, that are born right there at birth. Um, but verse 17 says, But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt had commanded them to do. That alone should should settle the issue when it comes to this idea where people say, Well, the Bible says we have to obey the rulers. You do not obey the rulers when the rulers disobey God. 
You don't follow them to hell. You don't follow them down, down that road. And so because you fear God, because we do have uh, certain leaders, business leaders, church leaders, maybe even political leaders in this nation that fear God more than they fear man, they have to stand up. You as a voter, fear God more than you fear man. Don't vote your pocketbook. We don't vote according to what will, will help us most, most financially. We vote according to what is right, according to what is righteous, according to what is upheld by biblical morality, by, if I, if I may say this, by the law of God. That's what causes a nation to be blessed. Any nation that honors God will be blessed. It says it this way in the scripture, blessed is the nation that honors God. Doesn't matter what nation it is. You say, well, are you a Christian nationalist? Well, I am in this sense, that any nation that honors God would be blessed. And I'm a Christian, and I believe our nation should honor God. So does that make me a Christian nationalist? Well, I don't know. You can, you can decide that. But I, it doesn't matter what nation it is. If Russia would honor God, they would prosper. If India would honor God, they would prosper. If Germany would honor God, they would prosper. Uh, if Nigeria would honor God, they would prosper. If Mexico would honor God, they would prosper. The same for the United States of America. If we will honor God, we will prosper. And so you, as a voter, honor God with your voice. Honor God with voting. Don't miss this opportunity to stand up for righteousness in the in the ballot box. Well, uh, you've been listening to Ask the Preacher. My name is John Freed. I'm pastor at Believers Fellowship Church. If you uh, don't like me, now you know where to stay away from. But if uh, if you if you agree, I just in, invite you to come. Even if you don't agree, I invite you to come. It'd be great to have um, a conversation with you. Uh, let iron sharpen iron. Hey, I want to invite you this Sunday. Um, uh, great. Speaker, Dr. Larry Hutton will be with us. Uh, very simple, very clear message of the gospel. Uh, at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 7 p.m., a special service this week. 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 7 p.m. You can find us at believersfellowship.com. I hope you come visit. Hey, God bless you, and uh, make sure you vote.